0: should I say good afternoon or good morning depends on when you listen to this welcome to another episode of delicious tears I'm not going to give this one a a particular episode number because I'm in the midst of finalizing and mastering a bigger one so I may drop this whenever and I'll just number it as such on the anchor podcast app and website but this is literally delicious tears on this episode and it's not to make light of this um this horrible crime well these crimes horrible situations but literally there are some delicious tears is going on and this particular episode epitomizes why i titled this podcast delicious tears so we're going to talk about a female teacher taking indecent liberties and having an inappropriate sexual relationship with her male student. And this is a banger, everyone. As I pull up my notes, I am, I gotta have notes for this one because I don't wanna misquote anything and I'm not gonna name names in this particular one. But this particular uh, teacher, a 32-year-old teacher, she was um, a sexually abusing 16-year-old male student. And she said she was going through a lot of personal issues in her life at the time. So she sought uh, consolation and satisfaction. These are my words now with this 16 year old male. And what happened was a a staffer at the school saw that she was being really too friendly and too pallywally with a male student. He found that to be odd and peculiar and he reported it. And she was charged with three counts of sexual assault in the student by a school staffer and uh, two counts exposing intimate parts to a child for sexual abuse in a 16 year old. This case was in 2019. Now there were some more severe charges that were later on dropped because she didn't actually work for the school system at the time. So she was able to get those uh, dropped, but still the sentencing was unique and we're gonna get to that. So during her sentencing hearing, she cooked up some delicious tears and she told the court she had turned her life around and she was no longer doing these things and she admitted that what she did was wrong and she didn't initiate the relationship so how could she truly be culpable in this manner and hey are, are these tasty are these yummy all right and i'm not making light of the crime i'm making light of her actions while she's in the courtroom. And, you know, once she realized the message she was being sent, they were wrong between her and the student from the school. And um, she asked the court to please have it in your heart. to See the good in me, please. (laughs) And she asked to keep working and to keep her counselor and have her family around her daily. And she said, overall, I hope my actions for the last 13 months have shown you how serious I have. And will continue to take this. But the judge said. You know something young lady. You are the nightmare of every parent. And you think about this. As a parent. You send your child off to school. And you're entrusting their academic success. With you. If you're a teacher. But also. Their health, safety and welfare. At the same time. They should not be preyed upon. By some deviant some horrible person who was viewing these children in a sexual manner they that's not something that crosses your mind saying i'm I'm going to send my child to school and there's a a creepy disgusting person there that could possibly prey upon them now there's a unique twist with this one the reason why i I led off with the women's story because there's an interesting dynamic with this and believe it or not the victim is the one who brought the light but it shows you the mind state and the mental capacity of a teenager. Remember I talked about the the R. Kelly's behavior that people turned a blind eye to when it came to females in high school. We're gonna give you the flip of this and you're gonna see how people react to this as well. So this is very, very unique. So the judge says she was a nightmare of every parent, you know, and you know, your child, you're gonna assume that your child's in a safe environment with these teachers and they're trusting and you should just go about your business. They go home and they go to school, and that's that. They get good grades and they move along. But nope, you violated that. So, child protective surgeon initially see a tip, and she denied having a relationship with the student originally, okay? And uh, that, of course we knew that was a lie, but she was asked to hand over a phone, and she began to cry. Oh, delicious tears. The, the, the delectable, scrumptious savory tears begin to flow from her eyes down her cheek and she broke down and she said yes I started having sex with the team and this occurred in mid-July and continued on he said she initially intended to be the boy's mentor and that she loved him in the way that she didn't want to see anything happen to him what really Are you kidding me? Okay, then she told the police I was drinking heavily at the time. So she needed an excuse for her behavior. I was under influence. I was going through some things in life. So I sought comfort and solace in the arms of a 16 year old boy. Yeah, he's equipped to handle that, huh? Okay. When the police spoke to the victim, he denied the rumors, but he said he was aware of the allegations. Yeah, I know about what's going on. And that it was inappropriate in between the two of them and i'm going to quote now well it's every kid's dream to do a teacher he later confirmed his sexual relationship and he said the teacher told him that he was special and he deserved special things all right yeah <laughs> okay it, here in Texas, this this case wasn't in Texas, by the way. I, I talked about this. Um, I, I was on somebody else's podcast when I mentioned this. There was a rash of female teachers that had been convicted for um, sexual misconduct with, wow, okay, with um, young boys, and uh, yeah. It was it was just like it was out of control for some reason here in in Texas, and we were like, "What is going on?" So, when you you look at crimes like this between teacher and student, this is purely power and uh, just mm, manipulation and a breach of trust. And th- these teachers are really getting off on the shaping and molding and the sexual manner of these. Uh, these boys and girls. That that's all it is. It's pure deviance. It's pedophilia. It's being able to manipulate and control and get them to fulfill their the adults deviant sexual behavior. It has nothing to do with the victim at all. The victim a lot of time well, at least with the males, alright, we can pretty much see that the males were okay with it, but then they realized uh things weren't going their way or just like a lot of teenagers they ran their mouth there shouldn't be anything to run their mouth about in the first place it shouldn't happen but there's there's an error of um oh man really you did that with miss so-and-so like it's a trophy thing and that's what the young man alluded to is every dream you got the nice looking teacher and you fantasize about them it really happens but then you got to tell somebody you got to brag about it And that teacher is always in a position of control. So that's where the the violation of trust charges comes from. And you you know better in your position. You know better what you thought you could get away with it. And, you know, for every case that comes out, there's probably 10,000 more that nobody ever hears about. And they get off scot-free. So you talk about these young women in Texas. And and you, you look at these pictures. And this is a good point right here I'm going to make. These are attractive-looking women. He's like, what do they want with these boys? But when you dig deeper and you start reading into this case, like this one right here, this woman clearly suffered from self-esteem issues. She just didn't think she was desirable or pretty enough when you get into the, the full details of what she was doing. And I'm looking at the picture. She's not a bad-looking woman. Um... i I don't know there's not a it's just a mugshot of her uh looking disheveled and stressed and like she'd been crying heavily you get it but not a bad looking woman and some of these pictures of these other women's on women these other women on here they're nice looking women and they knew that these young boys were going to be lusting after them because they're they're teenage boys they're going through puberty everything that is a female is somewhat desirable to them especially with somebody that's out of touch and out of reach they're getting their little fantasies uh fulfilled by lusting after these women and some of these women fall prey to that attention because they have never they're kind of living out a weird fantasy from their high school days where probably this kid is the the popular dude and she sees all the the, the young teenage girls are interested in him, but she knows that she has something over him because she's a grown woman and she's supposed to be out of reach and out of touch. And she's clearly leagues and eons ahead of these teenage girls. And by the way, she's a teacher and can be a teacher in other facets. We'll leave it that because this is a very PG podcast. Use your imagination with that. So let's talk about some of these um these cases out here. Okay it's it's mind-boggling that it's like i said the sheer number of cases out of texas i mean from middle school up to high school and this is very alarming now was i aware of anything like this happening when i was in high school possibly couldn't really put my finger on it just maybe but not on the level of what i saw here there was always some You know, about possibly a teacher or anything like that. But I never really, really saw nor hear too much, like, jokes. Now, I will say we had a substitute teacher. I forgot her name. And I wish I had one of my homeboys from high school. He knows who I'm talking about. Everybody was lusting after this woman. And from what I saw, she paid none of us any mind. I only had a substitute one time one time I had a substitute but this lady that I mentioned before and I want y'all to keep this in mind too to make a middle note of this she got six months jail time and it converted to house arrest that six months jail time wound up becoming like well it was partially three months was suspended with three months house arrest and when she was initially arrested she had a $10,000 signature bond so she paid $100 and she was out of there Think about that. Hold on that for a second, okay? Hold what you got for a second. Now, the biggest case of a a teacher violating the trust and having a, uh, a sexual relationship with a student was Mary Kay Letourneau. She recently passed away. This is not to smear anything or her name, but this is it is exactly what it is. This actually occurred. You know, she was she had gotten pregnant and she married a 12 year old boy. And if you remember photos of Mary Kay Letrano, not a bad looking woman, you know, they got married. If that counts for anything, still very weird. And you know, you look at this, the, the the Center for Sex Offender Management, which is part of the U.S. Department of Judges, it says females account for around 10% of all sex crimes reported to authorities. However, a much higher percentage, over 30% of all teacher student sexual offenses are estimated between have been perpetrated by females, and those stats are from 2014. Just under 800 school employees were prosecuted for student sex crimes, around one third in some cases, of female teachers, adamantly denied the accusations. Now, for everyone that's caught, you we always say double the amount of people weren't caught, so yeah, think about that. Crazy! So, let's talk about oh, my goodness i'm looking at these pictures and i'm like why are you what do you see in these these kids so elizabeth flint she's a volunteer intern at an illinois high school where she was once a varsity cheerleader was accused of having a sexual relationship with a student now she is a well, was a fitness pageant competitor and she's looking pretty good in these pictures so yeah obviously the teenage boys would be looking at her uh yeah self-esteem issues the next one well yeah here it is she was actually um eastern illinois university miss fitness 2017. wow she was charged with criminal sexual assault for alleged incident with a student britney zamora this is out in Arizona, was accused of sexual misconduct with a 13 year old boy, including some situations in the classroom in the car. The boy's parents figured out what was allegedly going on through a cell phone app. Yeah. You now, she got a harsh sentence. I was shocked by this. 20 years in prison and she said, I am good and a genuine person who made a mistake and I regret it deeply. i live lived my life respecting and trying to bear every law. I'm not a threat to society. That's what she told the judge. Okay, all right. Mm. In the classroom, in the car. Wow. A 13 year old boy. 13 year old boy. Like, this is nothing but power. If you look at this, this is nothing but power and you know, she was the attractive teacher. So yeah, she saw that. (laughs) Wow. And she had sent the boys some some photos Don dimmler the assistant principal wow was fired at the school district launch investigation allegations that she might be involved in an unprofessional relationship with the student wow she was 43 hmm. having intercourse at the school with a 19 year old student 19-year-old student. Hmm. Oh, okay. We, we've got to do a little timeline here. Yeah. She was lazy involved with the student for three months and accused of having some fun with them on student. With the student twice at school as well as outside of the school. She received years of good performance reviews. Hmm. How much time did they give her? They didn't mention... Oh, just said investigation. Now, she may beat this one. This is a pretty current case because uh, the student was 19, but it's more of an abuse of office, you know, power, inappropriateness. Yeah. Kayla Sprinkles of Tiny Hayesville, North Carolina, was accused in 2018 which is former social of student softball coach. It's always the, the coaches, yeah. Maureen Oates. Having a relationship with student. Oates was 33. Staff members allegedly alerted police that they thought Oates was having a broken relationship with students. She talked to me in the arts of media high school. Mm. She's been charged with having um, Sex with a pupil in the bed was set at 20,000. Now, once again, you look at these photos and you're like, why? Kids, really? Okay. Mm." Haley Reed, former choir director. That was the sports thing. They build a a mentorship type thing, coaching, along with the teaching part. So there's some trust that's built. She was accused of alleged the size the student i've been engaged in sexual acts and of course all oral a de- juvenile suit probably eight times occurred after i was on school property miranda Pauly, 2018 taking indecent liberties a minor out there in virginia cassandra white 34 year old teacher oh my goodness was accused in 2018 of taking out a marriage license to marry a 16 year old student Ugh. wow there was a license filed for marriage in Cleveland County on December 13th was signed off wow by the teen's father a 16-year-old can be married with on no consent she was accused of soliciting sexual communication from a student so <clears throat> the, the district did this the father was okay with this Hunter Day another nice looking woman all of these women they're showing in these pictures are uh, they're, they're nice looking women and you you say what what you should not have any problems dating. Science teacher out in Oklahoma once in Oklahoma y'all doing way too much. It's like Texas and Florida inappropriate relationship, exchange of new photos and unravel that the sheriff's investigated, posed as the boy and discovered day waiting for the team surrounded by lit candles okay i remember this one day is married to a football coach at the high school she only worked the school just for six months i remember that story yeah that one got pretty ugly lauren barkley former substitute teacher out in missouri was accused of having sexual contact multiple times with a 17 year old boy the allegation span two different counts With Barkley accused of having multiple instances of contact with the youth but has not been identified because he's a juvenile. Mm. Barkley admitted to having fun with the boy in the car at a park located in, I'm not going to say where it is. She also admitted she had, of course, a teen, the boy's home in another county. So, wow. she's two jurisdictions on her. Stephanie Peterson. Accused of having a sexual relationship with a 14 year old boy in Florida. She was an eighth grade science teacher. Mm-mm-mm. This goes back to November 2017. Sending the boy photos as well. Shanetta Reese. Reese, a middle school gym teacher from Georgia, accused of having a relationship with a 15 year old boy. Although Reese was accused in 2017 a sexual cl- it dates back to 2013. Goodness. Wow predator shanita reese now 40 was was sexually involved with an 8th grade student in 2013. she was arrested a second time a few months later wow so she was really exerting her power over that young man tracy miller of west virginia was accused of sending multiple male students photos of herself she admitted to sending the photos she said most of the photos have been sent through a social media app she told deputy she could not remember how many photos she sent, but she has possibly sent them to as many as five students wow natalie lopez 27 year old middle school teacher in new jersey accused of sexual with a student she's a substitute teacher at the school Mm-mm-mm. taught classes in Peterstown, but was employed by mm, the high substitute teacher for the school district. Lindsay Jarvis, 27 year old middle school teacher's aide, accused of raping sobbing a student under the age of 16. She pleaded not guilty. Tiffany Galiga, a Florida chemistry teacher, accused of sex with a teenage student in her car. Mm. On her now deleted Facebook page, Galiga's foes alternated between loving snaps of motherhood and self selfie with the one bearing in stomach. The allegations came to life. The school administrators at Port St. Lucie High School told a school resource over there spoken to a seven-year-old student who told he had relations with Galiga. She was sent to five and a half years in prison. She pleaded no contest and journeyed fellow charges of sexual assault in a 17-year-old student. Elizabeth Taylor, 27, a track coach and biology teacher, as he caught at the side of the road in the state of undressed with a student taylor was found with the student by greenville county sheriff's deputy on the evening of february 15 2018 on Holland. wow okay taylor bunkel taylor Buncle 22 when she was accused of having a sexual relationship with old student in connecticut she was a high school teacher at the time bonko was a track coach and student teacher at the school Alina Loon 29 accused of 40, Texas mm. Of driving a 15-year-old student in Oklahoma To have sex with him and go go-kart She was a teacher at the only all-boys school At Fort Worth, the Young Men's Academy Teaching science to 6th and 7th grade students She's accused of sexual assault A student at home in her Jeep And across state lines She received a three-year prison term Sarah so, Folks, Wow texas these are all the texas cases i go on and on on and on so it's just the the trend looking at these photos it's uh mm -mm -mm. and a lot of them are using uh previous traumas to blame for them taking advantage of these young boys This case is last one. I'm going to read off. Alexandra Dieter, 23-year-old Texas teacher, was accused of, of sexual abuse and 13-year-old student over a several months-long period. She became pregnant, then had an abortion. She told authorities that she was in love with the boy. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison. She claimed the boy's parents accepted the relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about the the sentences disparities right here. And this this is where it shows there there's actually um a uh as I flip through this a study that shows there's disparity, clearly there's disparity in sentences. A defense lawyer once told a judge, and I quote, his client was too pretty to go to jail hmm. how'd you pass the bar with that okay so we, we're seeing a disparity between the sentences for this as well where women are almost guaranteed to receive a 60% lesser sentence and winning because they're women and they're, the, the hypothesis with this, is a study done by um, Embry and Lyons, and it says, this perspective finds that women are often not held to the same standards or not generally perceived as to be responsible for their action in comparison to men. As a result, women may seem as individuals who need to be protected when they face the criminal justice system, which is primarily dominated by, women, by men, excuse me. <laughs> However, it's important to note that the chivalry hypothesis has received scrutiny indicating that this theory may be more selective, only holding true for those adhering to traditional stereotypical gender roles. So it depends on that judge and that prosecutor. Now, here's another point with this hypothesis that Embry and Lyons, in their study, it says this hypothesis correlates with traditional gender roles, taking perspective that women are the weaker Gender being stereoty- stereotyped as being both childish and unpredictable. Wow. Oh. That is not my opinion. I'm reading this. Okay. This study was done in 2012. And it said their study revealed that female sex offenders receive a same less prison time compared with men who engage in the same behavior. And that was a. Uh, a 30% sentencing disparity at the time that they did that. Mm. Despite the fact that as a group, sexual abusers most frequently feared subclasses of offenders. This perception also appears to be structured by gender roles. National corrections reporting program data from 1994 to 2004 found that men were sentenced to longer prison terms for rape, child, sexual assault, and forcible society, but not for sexual assault, the very offense type where the male, female perpetrator is almost even. In Hassett Walker's analysis, only those cases involving non-custodial adolescent victims demonstrated a difference in female sentences. <clears throat> very, very interesting study. And this is from um, feminist criminology: sex-based sentencing, sex-based sentencing, sentence discrepancies between male and female sex offenders. This is where this came from, this study that was done in 2012. Pretty interesting stuff. Interesting stuff, and clearly showed there's a, uh, a gender gap in sex offender punishment. So hey, I told you all. The tears are delicious, everyone. The tears are delicious. And this concludes our episode of Delicious Tears, where literally this was the Delicious Tears episode. And this epitomizes that title. But you know, Delicious Tears means a lot of other things. But this is purely a case of where the tears are delicious, where these offenders cried and they got a lesser sentence as they use their femininity to garner a lesser sentence and it worked for the most of them you did see some 10 year and 20 year sentences in there but clearly from those cases and there are 34 cases and only read off about uh, 12 or so of them it's pretty lengthy with varying degrees of deviance going on here but i am the solution make sure you download that app thanks everybody who favored the podcast i appreciate you Tell a friend to tell a friend, we're, we're growing. I appreciate you all and I strive to bring you good content. But this was a very, very uncomfortable one. But uh, I had to bring a little humor to it at the same time because it's kind of like, what are you crying for? All right. What are you crying for? You weren't crying. When you, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everybody's, I, I used to correct people like you weren't crying when you were doing that. Why are you crying now? You're crying because you got caught. All right. Suck it up and move on and deal with the consequences. But I'm out of here and clearly all you have to do is be a better human. And I'm out of here.